Welcome to the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon. When you go to heaven, there's three things that are absent in heaven. One is sin, the other sickness and disease, and the third is death. When Jesus came here, he came here for one purpose, was to redeem us from those things. With Pastor Jay Petty. That is your body being redeemed by the power of God. Through the blood, of it's held there in His presence always. Join us here each week for the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. Simply because I believe in Him. I believe in His power. I believe in what He's done. I believe. I believe. Now, let's join Pastor Jay Petty for this week's Sunday Sermon. You know, if I uh, buy a car from you, you know, I don't care if it's a new car or an old car. Let's say I buy it from you and I pay cash for it I can do whatever I want with that car and you know what you don't have anything to say about it that's how it is when we sell something when we sell something to someone else it belongs to them it's theirs and whatever our aspirations were they die with the selling of whatever it is if they want to take it out and run it over the side of the mountain, upside the mountain, they want to scratch it, dent it. If they just want to take a sledgehammer to it, whatever they might want to do with it, it's theirs to do with because they own it. I'm driving a point home. They own it. I own it if I buy it. And it's whatever I want to do with it because I redeemed it. We're born in this world into sin. All of us are born into sin. The first Adam, what he did ran to mankind. No matter where you're from, no matter what part of the world you live in, we all come under the same umbrella, the same umbrella of sin. And, what, and what's in sin is, is some of the ugliest things in the world. And most people don't realize you can be free of it. And even when they realize that they can be born again, they don't realize they can be free of it. There are three things that are a triple curse to mankind. One is sin, the other is sickness and disease, and the third one is death. Jesus redeemed us from sin. He redeemed us from sickness and disease. He redeemed us from death. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to die. What it means is that your body belongs to him. And even though it may be put in the earth or in the sea or burned into a million pieces, your body belongs to him. And when he redeems it, or when the redemption of it takes place, every part of your body is going to come from the earth and go right back to what God created in you to begin with. Except the beautiful part about it is you'll be young again. Be skinny again. You might even be pretty again. I don't know. But his redemption is an eternal redemption. And from the moment, the moment you believe in him, he has it. 
How does it work? I'm going to give you a couple of things. I'll read it from, I'm going to use my Bible this morning. Romans 8. I may be a little slower, but it'll be okay, right? Right? All right. Romans 8. This is the redeemed right here. This is what happens for you. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In other words, you're not condemned anymore. You don't walk under condemnation anymore. You don't walk under judgment no more. You're free. I like, I'm free. I'm free. Free to dance, free to run, free to live for Jesus. Free. I'm free in Him. You're not free in yourself. That's where our mistake is. We think we're free so that we can have the freedom to do whatever we want. That's not what it means. See, and it goes on to say, For the law of the Spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. Man was born under the law of sin and death. Every man, every man, woman, and child was born under that, that title that, that God uh, didn't want for us. But man surrendered it to the enemy, and the enemy brought sin. He brought sickness and disease, and he brought death. We were not created to live like that. When you go to heaven, there's three things that are absent in heaven. One is sin, the other sickness and disease, and the third is death. When Jesus came here, he came here for one purpose, was to redeem us from those things. Now, What does the redemption mean? Let me read it on. For the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. So when Jesus came, he, he came without that bondage of sin on him. He came in his blood was pure and holy, righteous. So when he laid down his life, what he did is he did it for you and me. And what I mean by that, he, he took your sin. He took your sickness and disease. He took your death. He did. For what purpose? To make us free. Of those things. He became the appeased sacrifice. Scripture says the propitiation or the appeased sacrifice for sin. So whether going all the way back to Adam or going all the way to the ends of the earth, every the nature of sin went on him. And so did your sin. Why? Because you can never be free if you're not free of sin. You can never be free.
to understand God and to love God and to know God if you're, if you're weighed down with sin. Have you ever seen someone who is under a load of judgment? I'm telling you, they are pitiful. Because they look at themselves and they, all they can see is all the wrong and bad things they did in their life. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody have any regrets in here? They're covered. No matter whatever you did, it's covered by the blood. See, the blood's the most important thing in this whole issue. Because blood purchases sin. Blood bought the sin. And in your case, the devil has nothing more for you. He has nothing more to say to you. He has no more power over you. He cannot dictate to you. The only way he can get to you is to come to you in a lie of deception and make you believe something that is not true. That's where our faith has to come to play. Our faith has to stand upon what Jesus has already done for us. Our faith must declare that we have been set free of those things and that we can live out our life in true liberty. It doesn't mean you're not going to die physically. And that has nothing to do with the redemption of your body. Understand that. Everyone has an appointment with death, no matter who we are. All of us, all of us are going to die from this life. But every one of us who has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb has a body that's renewed and restored at His coming. When He comes back, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And those who are left in the earth shall rise to meet him in the air. That's the first resurrection. That's the resurrection of the righteous. That is your body being redeemed by the power of God. Through the blood, of Je it's held there in his presence always. What does all that mean? That means you're free. That means you walk free, if you can walk free in the things of God. Galatians 3. Let me get there. It's funny, you come in the morning, when I come in the morning, I came and I had my message all done, and it's just like, I couldn't, I couldn't you know, you either know you're on or you're not. It felt good when I was doing it, but when I got here this morning, it didn't feel good at all. So I started thinking about some things. In Galatians 1, it says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? What is truth? It's what Jesus has done for you. When we're deceived and made to believe 
that we have no power over sin. That's not truth. It's literally a lie that keeps you in bondage and keeps you as a slave in bondage. Now, you know what a slave is, right? That's one who doesn't owe, own anything, but is owned by another person. Your living is dependent upon him. Everything you do is dependent upon what that owner says about your life. If he says, get up and go out, and I want you to go out in the field and work all day, that's what you do. He has the right to take your life. He has the right to punish you. He has the right to do to you whatever he wishes. That's bondage. That's what sin does. It puts us in the chains of bondage where the God of this world dictates to us. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This not only I want to learn uh, from your... Uh, did you receive the Spirit and the works by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? How'd you get to know Jesus? Was it some ideal or some rule that you had to follow to get there? Or did something touch your heart and draw you to him? Was there something that was breaking you inside and making you feel repentance in your heart? See, true salvation comes from faith in believing what the Spirit of God is speaking through His Word. He gets on you and He pricks your heart. And the more He pricks, the harder it is to resist. All right. The harder it is to resist conviction. And this is what he's saying. How did, you, how did you get there? You got there by believing. By believing that, that you believed. You were convicted in your heart that Jesus died for you. You were convicted that he took your sin. And the only way out was through him. And all of a sudden, you said, God, forgive me. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus changed me. We start by faith. Why do we end up trying to do it for ourselves? God's intent from the beginning was for us to believe in the thing that he did for us and to stand on that very thing. And even though the circumstances around us say Everything is different than that. God says, stand by faith. I'll deliver you. Stand by faith. I will change it. Stand by faith. 
you will overcome it. Stand by faith. Believe in the work of the cross. Believe in the work of redemption because I have already done it. You just need to learn how to walk in it by faith. And so many times we don't do that. We're tossed by the winds of whatever. The winds of circumstances, the winds of feeling, the winds of whatever. And we believe those things. And therefore, we become deceived. And then there comes the battle. We sang it all this morning. I am free to run. I am free to dance. I am free to live for you. Are you? Are you free? Do you feel free? Can you express your freedom? That sin has no power over you. It has no control over your life. In the midst of the battle, the thing you have to do is to remind yourself that I'm free. <coughs> free from all of it. It's only when you come to that place to make your stand and fight with faith in the truth of what has happened for you. You believe by faith that Jesus took your place. Then stand up and fight for it. Stand up and walk in it. Stand up and believe in it. Stand up and, and, and don't allow the enemy of your soul to rob from you one part of what God has done for you. Don't do it. The moment you open the door, poof. You know what I'm talking about. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit that now you are being made perfect by your flesh. That's human effort. You cannot do this. You can only allow God to do it in you. That's why faith is so valid and important in your walk. Faith. Faith knows. Faith stands. Faith says, God, this is the way it really is. God, I will not be moved from this thing. God, I stand. I stand on the solid rock of what you have done for me. Have you suffered so many things in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you. Here's the part that really gets me. And works miracles among you. And works miracles among you. You know, it takes faith to operate in the miracles of God. It takes faith to see the miraculous work. You know, God, God is this God of dynamic and, dy and, and, and uh, of dynamite power. God is. That's who you serve. That's who has redeemed you. 
You think that he's going to let you stay in that place forever? No! God, when the Spirit comes up and he begins to work miracles on your behalf, it changes everything around you. And it changes your view of everything that is happening. We give up. We fall apart. We start saying, God, where are you? Instead of standing and saying, okay, God, you got this. Lord, I, I don't see how, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when, but God, you got this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the assurance, the title deed of those things expected and yet are not present. My redemption is sure. And everything around me in the natural realm may say it's not. But my faith says it is. My faith says I stand. My faith says I'll be unmoved from the truth that is found in what he has done for me. The miracles of God works through faith. Not because I obey something. Not because I put myself up under something. Simply because I believe in him. I believe in his power. I believe in what he's done. I believe. I believe. And therefore I stand. And when we don't, Boy, it's a rough road after that, isn't it? Then is when we live in the regret. Then we live under that, that realm of self-condemnation. That's when. Is when we give in to the surest of things that has ever been laid down in the earth. And that is the foundation of redemption that God has paid for you and me. For God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son for you. For you. It's for you. He did it for her. And he did it for her. And he did it for her. And God did it for you. Don't crumble. Do not crumble under the circumstances that say everything is not true. Stand on what you know is true. That you've been redeemed. You know, you look at Isaiah 53, where it starts out. You know where it starts out? He carried your sicknesses and disease. What does that mean? It means he took them. Where did he take them? He took them to the cross. He paid for them. What's it say? By his stripes you were healed. When? 2,000 years ago when he hung on that cross. And just because you feel like your body's falling apart, doesn't give you the right to give up in your faith on what he's done for you because that's what he's redeemed you from.
Someplace we have to stand up and say no. 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 You don't have any rights here. You know, the, you know it's not saying the stuff ain't going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm sorry. You're going to get sick. But what are you going to do with it? What are you really going to do with it? Dorothy, stand up for a minute. Stand up. You know how many battles this lady's fought? You know where she stood? God's going to take care of it. Through everything that's come against her, through every circumstance that was said to her, God has brought her through every one of them. Right? How do you feel today? Faith. It's a march of faith. Okay, you can sit down. But that one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith. But the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. I'm going to tell you what the curse is again. Go in the Old Testament and look. They had to stand on two mountains. One was the, the mountain of blessing, the other was the mountain of curse. All the curses were about sickness and disease and death. All the blessing was about living above those things. Do you know that? We have the blessing of Abraham. We are the children of Abraham. Four hundred and thirty years, right? They weren't sick, they weren't feeble. They didn't die from diseases. But he became a curse for us, writ as it is written. Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. They might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The blessing of Abraham. I don't... I'm, I'm going to take a moment. Someone gave you a piece of paper and a pen. I'd like you to take for just one moment and write down anything you want about where you feel like you are in your life. If you're sick, write it down. 
If you feel like you're addicted, write it down. If you feel like you're in bondage, write it down. Whatever it may be, whatever's holding you, whatever's keeping you, I want you to write it down on that piece of paper. No one's going to see who's, who's who. You're not putting your name on it. Just write it down. Doesn't matter what it is. If you're having a hard time with something, write it down. Really, if you're sick, whatever your sickness is, write it down. If, you're, if you feel like your life has been in bondage to some kind of sin, write it down. If you don't feel like you're free, write it down. Doesn't matter what it is. You write it down. I want you to see something. This cross is up here, represents one thing, the body of Christ. It represents his body that took our sin. That paper represents something in your life that's already been redeemed. I would like for you just to come up here and put your piece of paper in this basket. Just put it in there and say, Jesus, I've been redeemed. Tell him when you, when you get here, Lord, I've been redeemed from that. That's been purchased already. I've been redeemed. I'm free. Tell him I'm free. Say, I'm free. I am free. Tell him I'm free, Lord. I'm free from that. Lord Jesus, you bought it. You bought it. It's no longer mine. Tell him it's no longer mine, Lord. It no longer has any power over me, Lord. Because you paid for it. And because I'm free of it. And by faith, by faith, Lord, I declare it. That I'm free. You know, the scripture says that if we have died with them and been raised with them, that sin no longer has any power over our lives. We're free. Don't accept it. Quit accepting the circumstances around your life. Quit. Every time it comes to your door, it just says, Lord, I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And Lord, by faith, I receive that, and I'm free of that. Somewhere along the line, we have to begin to stand up and fight by faith. God didn't say you weren't going to have to fight by faith. In fact, he told you you were going to have to fight by faith. The just shall live by faith. Are you justified? Carry you. Have you been acquitted of sin? You're justified. If you've been justified and acquitted, where's the power of any of it? It isn't there. It's only here. When we step out of this, we step into the truth and say, okay, God, it is. This is where I'm living now. Don't worry. The enemy is going to test you. Don't worry. 
he's going to come and knock the door. But when he knocks at your door, don't open it. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. Thank you for joining us today here at the Living Waters Church in Globe, Arizona. We hope you enjoyed the message by Pastor Jay Petty. May you have a great week, and may everything you do be blessed by God.